Our next guest is one of the world's best known netballers. She's the most capped international player ever and known by many as the greatest of all time. Her talent showed no bounds when she made New Zealand her home in 2000 after emigrating from South Africa in her late 20s. Quickly becoming the face of the Silver Ferns, she went on, of course, to rewrite the record books while continuing to play at the very highest level into her 40s, no less. She has forged an extraordinary international record which included five Netball World Cups, four Commonwealth Games, and was honoured for her services to netball in 2009 when awarded the New Zealand Order of Merit in the Queen's Birthdays Honours List. It is a great honour to welcome Irene Van Dyke to the show for Six and a Song. Hello, Irene. Hello, Irene. Hey, Seinfeld. Oh, it's so lovely to hear your voice. How are you? Oh, box of fluffy. Thank you. <laughs> good, good to hear. Irene, just because a lot of people, obviously, we know your name but don't know so much about the the sort of the out of the netball side of you. Was netball a part of your family when you were a little girl? Oh, yes. My um, my sister used to play, and you know, she is nine years older than me, so I thought, I honestly looked up to her um, and think she was the bee's niece. So um, I wanted to do whatever she did. She played netball, and she was a pretty, pretty, pretty good um, goal attack. Yeah. And I can remember her shooting hoops and telling me to go and get the ball and made made it out that getting the rebounds is the most important job <laughs> in the world. Yes. Now thinking back, now I realise how lazy she was. She just didn't want to go and get the ball, so she made me go and get the ball. But yeah, no, it's always been part of our family. Very um, much so. Now, the other thing I sort of wondered, because quite often people that are, have the gifts that you obviously have as a sports person in netball, were there any other sports that you sort of toyed with when, when you were a kid that, that, that you quite enjoyed, or was it always netball pretty much the whole time? I loved doing athletics, and I think it is because there's so much you can do with athletics. You know, I was quite a, um, a handy hurdler because of my long legs, obviously. Mm. Um, and then long jump, high jump, and um, I played cricket as well. Right. Okay, were you a, were you a, uh, were you a batter or a bowler or both? I was a bowler. Fast bowler? Well, I won't say I was fast. <laughs> <laughs> Irene, the obvious, clearly you're a very tall woman. Do you mind me asking how tall you are? I'm six foot three, especially taller than the normal human being. Right, six yeah. foot three. Now, have you always been tall? And the reason I ask this question is one of my daughters, we've got four daughters, my wife and I, one of whom is very tall, and she, she if I'm honest, she felt really a bit um, a bit awkward at school because she was so tall. You know, she found it difficult to date guys, struggled with that. People would tease her a little bit about her height. Did you have that? Well, I I was pretty short until I turned 16. So between the ages of 16 and 18, I grew 20 centimetres. Honestly, I looked like this freak coming down the street because all of a sudden my clothes were too short and my muscles and my bones didn't work together. Oh, it was really awkward. And I can remember too, like leaning forward when I walked and I, my dad used to just slap me between my shoulder blades and go, get it, get straight, girl, get straight. That is so and, funny. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, like after a while you realise, look, you're tall and you can't do anything about it, so you might just as well as embrace it. Mm. Yep, good on you. Now, look, so I mentioned at the start when we were introducing you, Irene, that obviously you had a terrific, successful career in South Africa before you even came to New Zealand and played for the Silver Ferns. What was behind that initial decision for you to come to New Zealand? Well, in 1999, we played the World Champs 
in Christchurch and my mum came and watched um, me play for South Africa then. And there was this lovely lady, um, Cathy Doyle, who asked me if I wanted to come to Wellington for six months and play netball in the Coca-Cola Cup. And I thought, oh, that sounds fabulous. But like any good girl, I asked my mum, do you think it's a good idea? And she was like, oh, what is there not to like about it? So mum said she will come with me for the first six months and all for the six months that I'm here to look after Bianca. And um, came over in January, started teaching straight away because I obviously, I was teaching at that point in time. And um, in April, mum looked at me and she said to me, I can't see you going back to South Africa. And you know when your mother says you should do something, you know, it's like, it's like giving you the green light. So I rang Chrissy and I said, come over for a holiday. And he said to me, you're not coming back, are you? <laughs> <laughs> this is your husband. Come over for a holiday and see what it's like. So he came over and obviously fell in love with New Zealand. I actually never went back to South Africa within that first year of, of us making the decision. And yeah, yeah Chrissy went back, sold everything and came across and Bob's your uncle. That's pretty much it. Amazing. Beautiful. Well, it was our, very much our gain. I wonder, you know, we're using the word intentionally. You have had an extraordinary career by anyone's measure. And as I said, many call you the greatest of all time, which is which is fact. Well, is there a particular moment you're most proud of in your career? Oh, um, probably 2010, Commonwealth Games. Yeah. Um, that was officially the longest netball game that was ever played because in the final, we played the game. It was a draw with us in Australia. We played overtime. It was a draw. We played double overtime. It was a draw. And then we just had to play to see who wins by two goals. And, yeah, it was the longest game. But I'll tell you what, the girls dug in, and it was just incredible. The victory that day was just incredible. And as we finished the game, we had a truckload of um, New Zealand athletes who were in the stadium. And as soon as we won, the, the whole of the New Zealand contingent stood up and they did the haka. And it was deafening and hair-raising mm-hmm. and emotional. Wow. And it was just, oh, it was, yeah, it was just the best feeling in the world to share that moment with the rest of New Zealand. Wonderful. That's fantastic. Oren, look, over your career... And, and all of us remember so many times that we've seen you play and the astonishing level you kept with your shooting, a 90% plus shooting record. As a matter of interest, when you were lining up shots, especially crucial ones, what was going through your mind? Did you have a sort of a process at all that, that, that sort of blanked out the crowd or everything or, or what did you actually think about when you were shooting for a goal? So in the moment, there was there was literally nothing going through my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I tried to think, but you only have three seconds to shoot the goal, and the right. majority of the time you're either off balance or, you know, something happens. So you just hope and pray that your practices come comes to fruition at that point in time. Right. Um, there's literally nothing that went through my mind. It was it was just clear. I just. I just shot. But in saying that, though, I didn't shoot the long bombs that Maria Tutaia shot. You know, I right. was pretty close to the goal. <laughs> oh, that's incredibly modest. Yeah. Yes. Hey, before before we go to the break and then hear your choice of song, we'll do some rapid-fire questions. We, we talked about your most wonderful moment in sport. What's your most heartbreaking moment in netball? Oh, 
the day I retired. Was it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can remember. You know, the day I retired, it felt like I lost my identity. Um, netball has been a part of my life for so long, and people associated me with netball, and I was everything to everyone because I played netball and I represented New Zealand, and all of a sudden, all of that was gone. Mm, right. Yeah. And, yes, yeah, that was heartbreaking. Is, yes. it, is it better now? Do you feel you've got your identity back? Oh, definitely, yes. Mm, yeah. But it, it took a solid two years, I reckon, wow. to get my my shit sorted. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Irene, it is so lovely. Oh, it's great to talk to you. We're with Irene Van Dyke. So do some rapid-fire questions with us, if you would. Who is the living person that you most admire? Um, Michelle Obama. Oh, good choice. Right, yeah. Very good choice. Wonderful yeah. person. Also, yeah. also another quite tall woman. I <laughs> think it would be fair to say. So good on you. Now, what's the best? Irene, what's the best present that you've ever received, please? Oh, my daughter Bianca. Ah, well, beautiful. Well, let's hope she's listening. She's not a teenager yet. Then, <laughs> no, just no, joking. She's <laughs> um, Irene, who would you like if there was a movie made about your life? Who would you like? What movie star would you like to play the role of Irene? Oh, um, it has to be uh, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz, that's a great choice. Oh, that's a very good choice. Yeah. Yes. Tall, blonde, yeah. all, yeah, very good. Excellent. <laughs> now then, <laughs> next question, please. You'll make me look hot. <laughs> there you go. Good on you. Now, who is the most, well, sorry, not who, what? please, is the most embarrassing piece of clothing that you have ever owned? Oh, really, guys? <laughs> yes, Sorry. really. Yes, really. Okay, that's, that's going way back, but um, probably a leopard print lutart. Oh, <laughs> oh Lordy, Miss Claudie. <laughs> well, that's brilliant. Was that for your jazzercise, was it? Look, it's for Zumba, and you can, you know, you can use it for a lot of other things too. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. okay. Next question. Yeah, you, you think that question was embarrassing? Wait till you hear the next one from Sai. I'm, I'm not using it anymore, just FYI. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure, that's what they all say. Now, Irene, who was your first childhood crush? Well, um, Donkey Rhodes. The cricketer. I thought he was pretty damn cute, and he was just such, such an energetic person on the cricket yes. field. Like he was yeah. just, he was just out there all the time. And it doesn't matter if a game takes five days and they draw at the end of the bloody game. He was so <laughs> energized. Yes. You're right, Jonty Road was that guy. He was, yeah, he was. He was yes. dynamic. You've got to say, can, absolutely. Can I ask you just jump in one sec before Phil asks you the last question? What sports person do you most admire? That is to say, you know, their 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 absolute ability to do everything. Roger Federer. Oh, yeah, great right. choice. Yes, good choice for yes. many people listening yeah, to. I'd imagine he's the man. Snap, he is. Yeah. He's he's fantastic. So the last of the quick fire questions, Irene, please. If you could invite three people to dinner. Who would they be? So here we go. So I, I have Roger Federer actually as one of those three people. Right. Um, but then I also have Paul Henry. Oh. I love his sense of humour. Good on you. And yeah. Ricky McCall because he's just 
you know, he's just the godfather, isn't he? That's a nice trio right it's there. Interesting that, trio. Very <laughs> interesting <laughs> trio. Roger would wonder what the hell he'd walked into, but <laughs> <laughs> Well, Irene, it's just been really nice to oh, chat yes, with you. Yeah. So thank you very much for your time. Can we ask you a song choice, please, and why you've chosen it? Um, I have chosen I Believe, and it is really just an upbeat song that, you know, it's a throwback from way back, and it is, it's just a happy song, and, yeah, just one that lifts the spirit.